That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's, that's just what, that's going to be my question for every one of these situations. What was accomplished? What's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip-Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It is Thursday, and Chris Brown is going to be on the next episode of Drink Champs, and you know he's telling some interesting stories. And one story in particular is about Diddy almost signing him. Also, we got to talk about Pharrell. He is going to be executive producing a new NFT album. And we have some details on the unfortunate shooting of Lil TJ in New Jersey last night. A few things to get to. But first, please subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms, whichever one you're listening to us on right now. Thank you. We appreciate it. Now let's get to it. Okay, let's get started with Chris Brown. He is in full press mode right now. He's been doing a couple of different interview shows. And the latest one he's visited is Nori's Drink Champs. Of course, Chris Brown is going to cover a variety of subjects on this Drink Champs episode. But one story that's been floating around in particular is a story about how Diddy was going to sign him at one point. Or Diddy, or he tried to get Diddy to sign him at one point, but it didn't quite go through. Yeah, so since Chris Brown is the next guest on Drink Champs, they've been promoting it so heavy. Um, I think the episode comes out today on Revolt TV, Um, but there's been so many clips going around, a bunch of stories. Like, there's ones where he wants to work with um, Beyonce, and there's other stories and things like that. But this one in particular is talking about how Diddy did pass on him, um, pass on signing him early on. Um, It's a pretty interesting story because you think, you know, Chris Brown being such a big star, big celebrity now, like who wouldn't want to sign him back in the day? But so it's interesting that Diddy did pass on him. And then uh, the funniest part, like I don't, a lot of people don't know, Diddy turned me down. I was twenty. Go watch this. Let's talk about him you right know, now. But no, but but it's love now. This is like my family, my brother now. But let's get to the point. But it was a blessing. You went to see him. Yeah. You. Was yeah. you dancing? So basically, it came as a package <laughs> deal. Annoying. Because if you did, you, he definitely would have signed you. Didn't nah, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. So I was like 12 at this time. This was before I uh, didn't, uh, when I linked to uh, Def Jam shit. Okay. But it was me and his uh, one of my production uh, manager's son named TJ. He's my brother to this day. Uh, but me and him were like a group. You know what I'm saying? So he What's was, the name of y'all group? Man, if we didn't have no name, we just was... This is why he ain't signed, y'all. Yeah, Nori is hilarious, man. <laughs> but that's such an interesting antidote that Diddy passed up on signing Chris Brown. This is why we need platforms like Drink Champs to get these stories, because we will not hear this on any other outlet. It doesn't matter, the magazine... Um, the Good Morning America of it all, all of that. Like, we would not hear these type of antidotes on those type of platforms. So I'm just glad Drink Champs exists for stuff like this. And I can't wait to see what else they're talking about, man. I can't wait to hear the Beyonce story. I can't wait to hear how the signing story ended. Like, I just can't wait for all of this. Nori has been securing some of the best guests out of everybody's podcast lately. So it's a, a legendary run Nori's going on right now, as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, I agree with that too. And I've seen a couple of people talk about this uh, Dream Champs interview with Chris Brown because I've seen some people who said they haven't watched a Dream Champs episode of things like that. But um, since Chris Brown, guess he, we haven't heard from Chris Brown in like an interview or standpoint and he's going on a podcast and we know how Dream Champs does. You know, they get the drinks going, the um, um, things like that. So, you know, people are more apt to talk and tell more stories and people want to hear some new stuff about Chris Brown. Like, I feel like we don't really get to know about him too, too much. And he's been kind of out of the public eye interview wise since I want to say, you know, all this stuff going on back to Rihanna and things like that. But I think it's good to see him, you know, doing press, big boys neighborhood. People want other media people want him to do more interviews and continue to talk more. So I kind of like this, even though the album is coming out Friday, I don't know if he's going to do any more type of interviews, but hopefully he keeps going on and on about it with the tour coming on and he joins more media outlets so we can get these stories because it, it's good. We need, we need him. Well, he's going to be on Million Dollars Worth of Game, too. I saw them promoting it. So he's on a few other outlets as well. Like, he's really doing media this this time around, this album release. And I'm glad about it because bring bring that back, man. These artists, I think Nicki Minaj kind of set a precedent for that, which is the bring back the big artists doing press again. Like, once artists get past a certain point, they kind of stop doing interviews or they may do, like, one or two per year or per two years. Like, I understand why they stop at a certain point because it's like, okay, I can sell albums without it or I can sell out tours without it. I can sell merch without it. But mm-hmm. there's something that fans miss when they do that, when they stop doing them. So you're you're putting back another uh, level of connection between you and the people that support you when you do these types of interviews. So I'm just glad that the bigger artists are back to doing this. And I hope that pattern continues. Yeah, same here. And I think with the type of... Um podcasts that a lot of people go on such as drink champs and million million dollars worth of game it's more like conversational it's not really like sit down interview things like that all serious it's really just talking talking ish so I think that's what makes more celebrities want to go on these type of interviews because it is just conversational and it it's a feel good like 85 south show and things like that too so right. I like it yeah agreed all mm-hmm. right now let's talk about Pharrell he is going to be executive producing an nft album and he has landed a job as chief branding officer at an NFT company. So Pharrell is about to take a big dive into the NFT space. Um, and even though the market severely crashed last month, people are still investing in NFTs right now. They're still investing in the metaverse. And Pharrell, he wants parts. He wants a piece of that. Um, so there's this media and entertainment brand called Doodles. And they announced that Pharrell will be serving as the new chief brand officer. And they put out a whole press release about it. Fans are going to see Pharrell helping the company in elevating its approach to music, artwork, consumer products, animation, and events. So he's going to be dealing in basically every facet of it, um, of these various types of NFTs, which is really interesting stuff. Yeah, so all this was revealed at a special NFT event in New York on Tuesday. And uh, the guests who were there got to see a video message from Pharrell. And he was basically saying how he's a big fan of the brand. And he says, we're going to build from the core community outward and bring Doodles to new heights and new levels. And then um, Doodles was co-founded by Burnt Toast alongside some people like Evan Keast and Jordan Castro. And it initially launched back in October and it has celebrities already invested in the company like Future, Fat Joe and Justin Bieber. So, so with Pharrell being named the new chief brand officer, he's going to be having a lot more duties and a lot more hands on on the company Doodles. So. 
Yeah, and as far as the album goes, it is going to be called Doodles Records Volume 1, and it's going to drop in collaboration with Columbia Records. So the album is going to be available on various streaming platforms, but it's only going to be sold as NFTs. So if you purchase this album, you own an NFT. So even if you're like, oh, I don't know what NFTs are yet. I don't know if I really want to get into that. If you want to hear this album, you're buying an NFT, period. (laughs) So that's cool. And then, you know, this isn't even Pharrell's first foray into the metaverse. Um, He recently launched his own gallery of digital assets, NFT project in May. And he described it as a safe space for traditional artists who've done really well to have a place where they can transition you into the digital world. It's so interesting about the about the NFTs because all of it sounds so abstract kind of when you talk about it. Like if you just listen to that statement of what Pharrell's thing is, a safe space for traditional artists who have done well to have a place where they can transition into the digital world. Like that tells you what it is, but really doesn't tell you what it is. <laughs> it's like very abstract when it comes to NFTs. But I love the fact that so many people are investing into it and, and learning it and figuring out what it is and putting it into products that people can really understand. Like even if you don't understand what an NFT is, you know what an album is. So you're purchasing that album and you're making an investment just simply off the fact that you're going to purchase this album. So, yeah, very interesting things Pharrell is doing with the NFTs. For sure. All right, lastly, let's talk about Lil TJ. The news broke yesterday that he was shot in Edgewater, New Jersey, and he has since been hospitalized. And according to TMZ, this surgery that he's undergoing is a major surgery. So it looks like there's a very severe situation going on with Lil TJ right now. So just want to start off first and foremost with prayers up to him because we're just hoping he pulls through right now. Yeah, for sure, of course. And um, the story of what how this happened was um, it happened Wednesday around midnight, um, like you said, in New Jersey. And TMZ was reporting that the shooting took place at two locations, a Chipotle restaurant and a nearby Exxon gas station. And when it first came out, there were no suspects identified. Nobody was arrested. I don't think there was any leads on who it could have been, but... Um, so a couple updates now is that cops have arrested three men as a result of little TJ's shooting, and one of which they say was the trigger man. And then a release from Bergen County Prosecutor's Office states that um, Muhammad Kanate attempted to commit an armed robbery against little TJ and two other men who were with the rapper. And then according to the cops, Kanate shot TJ multiple times, and one of the rapper's friends was shot once. Um, so now it's saying that the guy Kanate has been charged with three counts of first degree attempted murder. And the two men who were with little TJ were also arrested for second degree unlawful possession of a weapon. So that's kind of what happened at the shooting scene. And I think they're saying that little TJ um, is out of surgery now, but appears to be doing better. But he's not like all the way clear just yet. So that's Bergen County, too. Got my, my Jersey people wouldn't let me get away with that. <laughs> wouldn't let me get yeah. away with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, sad, sad situation. Hate it happened to little TJ. Hate it happened in Jersey of all places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bergen County. Yeah, man. It's just so much of this happening lately. It's like it's a re- revolving door at this point. But I am glad that he um, survived the shooting, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they got the It sounds like they got the case sold up <laughs> right about now. So this was like, I don't know what, what, what was behind this or what was the root cause of this. But doesn't sound like anybody really benefited from this situation because the people or persons 
responsible for the shooting. Police already know who they are. Little TJ's in the hospital. One of his guys is in the hospital. And what was accomplished? That's that's just what that's gonna be my question for every one of these situations. What was accomplished? Right. Like looks like, you know, no one got any jewelry or money or anything like that. And, you know, little TJ is still here. So it's not like you successfully killed somebody for whatever reason. So yeah, we'll see what happens once little TJ is better. Maybe he has more details of what happened and things like that. So Right. Or maybe he'll rap about it in a song. Who knows? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that is the note we are going to end it on today. Get well soon, little TJ. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And also be sure to follow us on all our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right. We'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Hey.